Welcome to another week of the Sports Block Podcast. Nathan Stack in here along with my good friend and co-host of this fine podcast as well as co-host of the 2080 Baseball Podcast, Travis Crins. Travis, how are we doing? I'm here. That's a, hey, being here is better than not being here. So that's that's good news. Uh, this uh, We're watching the, the Wizards and Celtics right now, Game 7. So uh, we'll break that down here as it goes final. It looks like the Celtics will win, though. It's a doggone shame. Uh, what's what's your beef with Boston? I just would prefer Washington because I picked them initially to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals, and uh, they they have not had any playoff success. I like John Wall and Bradley Beal. Scott Brooks is a good head coach. Um, yeah. And quite frankly, I think they're the better team. But I like both. Oh my goodness, what a move there by Isaiah Thomas! It's one hundred five to ninety seven right now. Uh, pretty sure that this is done. Uh, we have quite a, quite a few things to get to here. Well, maybe not quite a few, but a few, including uh, and I hope you will listen to the full discussion on Colin Kaepernick because I know that is a hot button topic for quite a few people. But nonetheless, I think for the racist, it is, I guess. Yeah. Uh, nonetheless, it is a conversation that uh, that I think needs to happen because there's a lot of talk here uh, in recent days about Colin Kaepernick. He is. He sounds like he's close to signing with the Seahawks. But we'll get to that in a little bit. However, the big story: uh, NBA Western Conference Finals going on right now, and Sunday we're getting ready. Do the Google chat, and uh, it's uh, the Spurs are up by 20. I'm thinking, okay, here we go. And I said during our brief our brief chat that, uh, hey, honestly, I've seen Golden State come back before. This lead does not seem safe. And then Kawhi Leonard tweaks his ankle twice in the span of, what, five minutes? Maybe not even that long. He exits the game. Golden State goes on an 18-0 run and eventually wins 113-111. to 111. And I will say it now, I said it after the game, the Spurs lost this series in Game 1. Because now it sounds like Kawhi Leonard's not going to play Game 2. And granted, uh, never saw a 40-point win against Houston on the road happen, uh, but it did. I, I But you can't do that against Golden State. Uh, I, San Antonio definitely let a golden opportunity, pun intended, Slip away. So all that we'll talk Kawhi Leonard here these past I don't know a few years. They're fifteen four, so they're still pretty good without him. They beat they beat the hell out of Houston without him. So I gave him I gave him a chance uh, Tuesday night to give Golden State a game. So um, I, Spurs, yeah, it might be it might be a six. I, I I had it as a six game series. Um, Golden State. Does have difficulties winning in San Antonio, so this is kind of why I want to see this series so many years because of that. So I still think those six and uh, Kawhi Leonard benefiting from this long layoff since Game Three is what Saturday night. Yes, so he pretty much missed six days, and I think uh, he should probably be ready for Game uh, Three at home. And obviously, that's a game they got to win at home. So I think it still goes six. I think this first take care of some home court. Well. Okay, that and that's all fair and good. It's six, but you're predicting the Warriors in six, right? 
Yes. I mean, I mean, if the Spurs wanted any chance of winning the series, I guess that was my well, point. They had to win Game One, and even I guess even so, like if you hey, lose Game One, that's okay. But you can't have a twenty-five point lead and lose. The Spurs were what I saw the stat three hundred sixteen and zero under Greg Popovich when they had a twenty-five point lead, and now they're three sixteen and one, and. It, it shouldn't surprise us at all because Kevin Durant and well, Steph were, Curry are... We were talking. We were talking. We said, Golden's, I think Golden's going to win this. Yeah. And that's why it's not a surprise. that they, Especially once Kawhi Leonard went out. Now, if, if Kawhi had stayed in, then I don't think there's any way that Golden State comes back and wins. I mean, they, they'll go on a little bit of a run. They'll cut the deficit to maybe seven or eight points. But San Antonio, I believe, would have hung on. I think we're in agreement with that, right? Yeah, if he's healthy and he's out there, they probably would. But, he, I mean, he tweaks his ankle once on a on a three-point follow-through. He lands on David Lee on the bench, his uh, his own teammate's foot. and yeah, So, obviously, it was a little tender there. And then the play that everyone's talking about, Zaza Pachulia, perhaps sticks his foot out a little bit, uh, a little dirty, perhaps. I mean, Zaza has a a bit of a reputation for some of these. I mean, it's not not terribly egregious. He is looking back at the ball, so you know, to to get a rebound. So there's that. But that's the play that did Kawhi in. He makes two free throws and then immediately exits the game. Uh, this was that a dirty play? I don't know. Uh, I would say no. It happens sometimes, but uh, I have no idea. I want to say no, but if it was, I would not be surprised. No, I, I kind of lean with you in the fact that uh, it is not a dirty play, but it, it still doesn't look good, I guess, in the grand scheme. And it, it's just a shame because Kawhi Leonard, when <laughs> – I mean, we. I remember watching him in the tournament. You know, under head coach was it uh, Bobby Fisher, Steve Fisher, Steve Fisher. Uh, when they were when he's the head coach at San Diego State, and Kawhi Leonard was there, the the San Diego State Jackrabbits, and they. I mean, he was a really good player, but I don't think anyone thought when San Antonio drafted him that he would turn into a top two, top three NBA player. But I mean. Put him in the right system under Greg Popovich, and it's magic. I mean, he's been outstanding, and so to lose him, if you're the Spurs, it's it's just tough to deal with because, and I, again, I think it's insult to injury or injury to insult because they had that game well in hand against Golden State, then Curry gets hot, Durant gets hot, and really... San Antonio just had no offensive option, really. Uh, Simmons has kind of come out of nowhere, but who thinks he can carry the load? You know, Patty Mills wasn't doing much. Uh, Lamarcus Aldridge didn't have a great game. Uh, so this was this was tough to watch for San Antonio. Hey, Kawhi Leonard wasn't much of an offensive player, but now he is. It's really been nice to see the five, six years he's been around. How uh, yeah, he has developed into one of the five best players out there right now. So, um, yeah, Golden State's just fun to watch. I'll never tire of them. Probably the best team I've ever seen. So, over this three-year stretch. But since I, since I saw the Bulls, 
Um, I may, I may hold off on that just for a few more years. Sure. But uh, yeah, the best, probably the best collection of talent that there's ever been on one team. I would agree with that. Uh, let me ask you this about Kevin Durant. Well, you know what? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna save it for the Western or for the NBA Finals. I'm gonna save this uh, thought I have and discussion point regarding Kevin yeah, Durant. Very, you know, let me just say this in preparation for whatever question may be. Uh, it was a very good decision for him to go to Golden State. There you go. Okay. Uh, anything else then from Game One that we need to discuss? Because I feel like, I yeah. mean. Golden State went on a huge run. Kawhi Leonard. I mean, th- that's basically it. Golden State went on a big run after Kawhi Leonard exited or left, and San Antonio just didn't have enough juice to hang on. Uh, Popovich made some comments. Don't really agree with him about uh, Pachulia. He also made some comments about the president that I do agree with. So it's good to get the monthly Popovich update on his uh, on his uh, field of government. That's good. Yeah, I feel like he's not the only one. Here and there's so much going on there uh, in DC. Speaking of DC again, the uh, the Wizards are now down one ten to one hundred. There's two minutes to go, so we'll keep you updated here. As this Kelly Olynyk apparently just going absolutely nuts. Uh, yeah, he's he's playing out of his mind. And uh, Kelly Olynyk, uh, Gonzaga Bulldog, right? So that's good to see. Uh, Boston, Cleveland. How much does that, uh, you know, excite you for the Eastern Conference Final? Compared to all the other series, it's probably the most excited I've been, which isn't saying a lot. I have not watched any of the Boston Washington series. The most I've watched is for the past fifteen minutes. This is I don't know if I've watched five minutes uh, before this. I think these playoffs suck. God, Jesus Christ, do they suck. Uh, hopefully Boston can win a couple of games. God damn. Because um, Cleveland's killing folks. Cleveland, Cleveland killed Toronto. Uh, what, what, what was more impressive? The comeback they had with game three against Indiana? Yeah. Or the Golden, or the Golden State comeback in game one? I would say the, the Cleveland comeback over Indiana in large part because of the injury. Of the injury that the Spurs suffered with Kawhi Leonard and the fact that Golden State was playing at home. Game three tends to be the game that in a, if you're a, the, the, the better seed, you're going to lose game three more often than not because that's the game that the, the underdog it has all the fans riled up. It's their first game home. There's just a new sense of energy that the team has. So if you're going to lose a game, it's going to be game three, for the most part. Uh, so for Cleveland to be down as much as they were to Indiana in the third quarter there, and you know they have, Indiana's not a bad team. They have Paul George, who's a a bona fide star. It uh, that I would say that comeback was far more impressive. I'll go with Golden State. Okay. Is it because of the caliber or the, the level of competition? Better team. Obviously, Kawhi Leonard got hurt. Better team. And um, when Golden State went on the run, 18 up and run, they were down like 750 left in the third. They were down 20-some points. And at that same point in the other game, Cleveland was down like 17. So later in the game, they were down by more. 
and they made that deficit up right away. So I will, for that reason, I will go with people and say come back. This sounds like Skip Bayless, Shannon Sharp type uh, nonsense here. Oh, I <laughs> have. Oh, I have. <laughs> no, I, I can't believe I uttered that name, Skip Bayless. Ugh. I mean, he's, he's, what, okay, I just brought up Skip Bayless. Who's more annoying, Skip Bayless or LeVar Ball? Skip Bayless, um, I guess I ignore both of them. Uh, One plays a character on TV. Uh, LeVar Ball, I don't know, he's famous because his kids are good basketball players, so I... What, 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 did, what, did, what did he say? Did he say anything recently? I don't even know what the fuck he said. Uh, something here. Let's, let me see if I can find it at all. Um, it, sure, very, very important and very pertinent to nothing whatsoever. Yeah, I don't know. Something Marcus tweeted I something imagine. here. I think either, there's no... The thing with the shoes, the $500 shoes, is whatever. I, oh, and that's something I wanted to get into as well, um, be, that we didn't get into last week, because LeVar Ball and the the big baller brand unveils their four hundred ninety five dollars shoes, six ninety five if you're a size fourteen or fifteen, I believe. Uh, plus, you got two hundred twenty dollars flip flops. I mean, just utter nonsense is what I feel like this is. I mean, he thinks that, you know, if you can't afford them, then you're not a big baller. Well, shut the hell up. Right, folks. Shut That's the right. hell up. You're not a big up. baller, Stack. You're not a big baller. You don't buy the $250 sandal that took fucking $5 to make. Come on. I mean, this no, this guy is the biggest joke out there in sports right now. I want I mean, I get it. People are sick and tired of him, but yet we keep talking about him. We keep listening to what he says because it's just going to make you shake your head. But honestly, he needs to shut the hell up and leave for good. I want him out of... It's ridiculous right now what he says. He's making... In all honesty, Lonzo Ball is going to get drafted really high. But I would not be shocked if... One of the top, like if the the top team picks uh, the the kid from Washington, Foles, Foles yep, um, over Ball in large part, if not entirely, because of Lavar, because this guy is a just a disgrace. I hate him, like he is above Stan Kroenke now to me in terms of my mo- wow. people. I hate the the most. Stan Kroenke will forever have a spot in the top two, top three. But uh, right now, LeVar Ball, you have cemented your status as being the most annoying bastard. In the, I just hate him. I really do. You feel more strongly than I do. I don't, I don't care at all. The, the best thing you can do if you hate him is don't talk about him. Yeah, don't I know. Don't read about him. Ignore him. Like, oh, you're a guy that talks. Okay, that's good. That's fine. Go over there, do do your talking. I'm not paying attention. Yep. I know. I try and avoid him, but then people keep talking, and I'm like, okay, what did he say this time? And just the whole $495 shoes, I guess they sold like $150,000 worth of shoes. I can't. Well, I I don't don't know. And that's, that's not even that good. But, I mean, 
I, this seems like a, just a failure all the way around. I get he's trying to be an entrepreneur, and that's great, but he is taking his kids' success or you know their their playing ability to a whole different level. I mean, it's just become a huge distraction. And I feel bad for Lonzo. I feel bad for you know the other. Uh, the other brothers who will have to go through this. I'm sure they've been dealing with it for years. But hell, I, I mean, LeVar got the Chino Hills uh, basketball head coach fired. He says he didn't, but you know damn well he did because he he had plenty of comments about it. Oh, uh, you know, you got to play my son more. Blah, blah, blah. You know what? It's about a team. It's not about your freaking son. So shut the hell up. I mean, this, I just... I'm sorry to go on this rant, but my goodness, I just can't stand him. Lonzo, Bonzo, and Fonzo. So, there you go. So, there you go. I wanted to get that in last week, and I did. So, apologies to those who might have not liked some of the language in there, but, I I mean, maybe you like LeVar, but I can't imagine who you do. It is just, ugh, it's just frustrating. Anyway. Uh, big ball. No, not a big baller. I'm not a big. Well, I mean, no, you're not a big baller. Uh, big college basketball baller, not a big NBA baller. Oh, speaking, speaking of, if we're not the college, if we're not the basketball stuff, I have a, I have a basketball note. Okay. Uh, some girl that played with Nebraska last year is going to transfer, play for SDSU. Oh. <laughs> Is this good? This is a good transfer, I imagine. I mean, Amy Williams getting bit by Aaron Johnston once again. They're terrible, as we know. Um, this player has three names, so that's different. She's white. Three names. Um, from Nebraska. Played pretty much every game last year. Didn't put a couple points, a couple rebounds, a couple assists. Didn't do much. She was the uh, Nebraska Gatorade Player of the Year as a senior, so... I'm excited about that. She's a guard, so that should be fun. Yes, I, I look forward to this because you know Aaron Johnson has a has a spot for her. He has a role, and she's going to come in and she's going to do great. So the team in two years is going to be insanity, absolute insanity. Next year is going to be great too. The next three years just going to be ridiculous. And every God damn ridiculous. every year we say, oh boy, they have this great recruit. Like when Macy Miller first came in. It was all about, oh boy, SDSU's got this great team here. Uh, what, what what can we possibly do? This is going to be the best team they've had since Jen Warkentine in that era. And even like when Jill Young was a senior, we were talking about how good SDSU was. It just seems like they keep topping themselves, doesn't it? If, they, if, if, if she's healthy, if everybody's healthy, they're going to win another game in the tournament next year or two years. I feel very confident. If they get a, they get a 12 or 13 seed, they're winning a game. At least one, maybe two. Yep, I would agree with that. Uh, one other basketball note before we move on. The Boston Celtics beat the Washington Wizards the final now, 115-105. So Washington uh, playoffs, uh, the fans have to suffer through more disappointment. Of course, the Capitals lost to the Penguins in the second round of the NHL playoffs. So now the Warriors lose this game and uh, we'll get Boston-Cleveland starting on Wednesday, at least with the Western Conference having three full days off, we now get the Eastern Conference Finals. At least it's not three days without NBA playoffs. LeBron's had, what, 12 days off here, nine days off. It's ridiculous. Something like that, yeah. Pretty amazing, that's for sure. 
Do you want to talk baseball first before we get into Colin Kaepernick? Sure. One hockey note. I like the hockey. I watched a significant portion of the Nashville-Anaheim uh, score fest on Sunday night. Good. That was an entertaining game. Uh, good game. Uh, Nashville, I think it's going to be a long series, maybe a seven-game series. But obviously we were for Nashville. Yes. So I uh, hope Pittsburgh can get things done. And uh, hopefully Nashville can do it. Uh, game, game one of the series, or game two of the series, a lot of goals. That was good. Uh, the interesting thing, I believe it was last week on one of the Inside the NBA shows, I believe Charles Barkley said that the NHL playoffs were far better than the NBA playoffs. And I didn't know that Charles Barkley was paying that much attention to the NHL. Maybe he's not. But for him to say that, and of course the NBA playoffs, as you mentioned, have been garbage here for the most part this this season. But I think it's it's nice when people kind of recognize that, hey, the NHL has something going on here with the playoffs. It would just be nice if they were on television and weren't being, they weren't being overshadowed by the, the TPC at Sawgrass or what nonsense and garbage that was Saturday because, oh, can't get to the NHL pregame in because we have to keep showing uh, all these guys trying to hit the their tee shots on the 17th Island Green because that's awesome. I mean... The NHL doesn't get nearly the respect that they should. It's a shame. But uh, at least some people outside the sport are recognizing how great the playoffs have been. Because golf has all these stars. Yes. Oh, yes. I mean... Si Woo Kim. Look at that. He won the Players' Championship. He's 21. Si Woo Kim. He's Very exciting. 21 years like old, and I'd never heard of him until Monday morning. So... There, all we have to say about that. Uh, last week, what did I say? That the we took the over under with the uh, Byron Buxton hits at four and a half. I took the over. Was feeling really was feeling really good after Monday because he had or Tuesday because he had three hits, and then he didn't have another hit until Sunday. But I believe he had a couple in that game. Did he not? He had one. Oh, so I was off by check half it. a hit. I think he had oh. four. You can check it, but I think he had one. He had four that week. Yeah. That game get rained out, so he had four hits in five games, three of them in one game. Did have a hell of a catch, he though, against it. Cleveland on Sunday. Yeah, killed himself to make a catch in a six, five, six run game. That was good to see. He is the best. I'd say he is. I mean, he's the best defensive player in baseball, defensive outfielder for sure, I think. So he's, he's very good at that. At least he's good at something. Uh, he's still hitting like 170, 168. So we're getting into the month of June here. A couple weeks left, June 1st. I'd like to see that average over 200 uh, for the first time, but it's very difficult to do that when you start two for 50. So uh, the, a comparison in this uh, different sports here, but and I don't believe the Twins have said this, but... Remember when Cam Cameron drafted Ted Ginn Jr. from Ohio State You're in the NFL enjoy draft? You're going to that shit out of him. <laughs> and he's like, you're going to love watching this guy. Because they took him like 8th or ninth overall. And that's the year the Dolphins went 1-15. But he, they said, you're going to love watching this guy return kicks and punts for years to come in a Dolphins uniform. Well, that's just, that's exactly what Dolphins fans want to hear when you take a guy the eighth overall pick, and it's a bit of a shock there. With the with Byron Buxton, 
Are the Twins? Do you think going to sell? Oh, you! He's the best defensive player. Yep. This is this is great. I mean, at some point, yeah. And I, I'm not trying to undermine the importance of defensive play in the outfield because the Twins have had some issues with that in years past here recently. But at some point, people are going to look to the fact that this guy can't even hit 200. In the, with all of the strikeouts, and it's just like, you know what, stop selling us on this defensive mumbo-jumbo. Hey, I'm sure they will They will do that, yeah. Take a look at this, this great uh, ball catcher man, and he'll catch the balls. He does add value even though he cannot hit, which is unbelievable. I don't, I don't know if anybody knows how they figure out war, because you can figure out couple different ways it's when two uh, countries or two uh sides just really hate each other and then want to kill each other lots of bloodshed yes oh oh we're talking about wins over wins above replacement i'm sorry the baseball war does add value somehow just because his defense is so great but offensively he is terrible and um i've been waiting a long time for him to uh, be good at the plate and he could, had a good two-week stretch in which he rose his average all the 20 points from 160 to 185, so good for him. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not good. It's not getting better. So I'm thinking, I don't know, 230. Could you do that for a season, 230? Is that too much to ask? I don't know. But it's fun to watch defensively, and I'd say the biggest reason the Twins are good. Uh, the biggest difference is their defense. So uh, they're, I think they're. I've seen enough of them. I think they're going to be good here for the, the majority of the season. I think they could finish about 500. It's good. 80, 81, 82. I think they're, they're going to be in it till the end. Well, I'm glad you didn't think that the Ted Yin uh, comparison was uh, was far off. I no. like that. I like that. Uh, yeah, the Twins played really well here What last week. They took... Uh, the few games against the White Sox, then they took two or three from Cleveland. Cleveland, of course, has been a disappointment, but uh, I, I like what I'm seeing from Sano. And it's not it's not the guys like Dozier who are doing much, but uh, I, I just really like what I've seen from this team thus far this season. Sano is a man. Sano is an MVP candidate. He's great. Yeah, Dozier hasn't done much. Mauer's terrible, but. Um... Offensively, they're pretty good. Defensively, they're really good. Top five in defense. And they're pitching. Uh, the, the, they don't strike anybody out, so they need a good defense. And uh, that's what's helping out the pitching. So um, I think the pitching is sustainable because of the defense. If the defense slips, then the pitching's going to slip. But the defense should be good, I hope, the rest of this year. Do you? Uh, Urban, uh, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. finish your point. Irv Santana's been very good. Yes. And they're in a tough spot now because he's 34 and we talked about trading him. But if they're in the race, they're not going to trade him. So he's been pitching great. And uh, the key to this, Jose Barrios. Yes. Can be anything like people think he is, which they think he can be a legitimate number one ace pitcher. And he pitched that way against Cleveland on Saturday. Yes. If he can do that once in a while... In Santana, he was ain't going to have an ERA in the ones. I think he could have an ERA, a sub-three ERA. But those are your first two starters. I think you're going to win a lot of games. Now, I can't remember who the the new front office guys are. I know one came from Texas. 
Did the other guy Aaron come from? Selby. And did he come from? Uh, did they come from Cleveland as well? Yes. So I, I apologize. I don't remember the names, but I, there were some questions. I think when they unveiled the the starting roster, the the one that they were taken with to begin the season from Fort Myers there in spring training. And there were just some questions about why they would keep certain guys and whatnot. Do you think they looked at the pitching staff recognizing that, hey, these guys are not going to strike out a lot of guys, so we need to have a good, solid defensive squad around here? Or do you think they looked at the the outfielders, the infielders, the, the hitters that they have and say, you know what? We know we have a good, solid team here, so we don't need those light out lights out pitchers. They just need to be effective with where their pitches are. So we, I mean, even if they don't get a lot of strikeouts, do you think there was any of that play going on in there? I don't like what they did in the off season. Their offense is fine. They don't got to do anything with the offense, but they didn't. They still didn't address pitching. Uh, they signed Castro, the catcher, and whatever he's done to help the pitching. That's a real thing. I don't know, but the pitching's better. So give him some credit, I suppose. My big questions were left side of the infield, the defense with Sano and Polanco. They had greatly exceeded what I thought they would do, so they've been great defensively. Um, and outfield defense was great. So the defense uh, greatly improved, even though they're the same goddamn players from last year. Except Sano's not in right field, and he's in third. That's really their only big move at the end of the season the Twins offensively now is what they were at the end of last year mm-hmm. the same, everybody's the same except the catcher the defense is great they didn't do anything with the pitchers um, the relievers I don't understand why they never addressed this uh, Kinsler the closer has been very good uh, everybody else has had some ups and downs so if they are in this thing I would hope to fuck they would trade for a pitcher or two uh, in the bullpen, maybe even a starter, because they could use some guys. Well, I'm sure and they're going to address... I'm sure they're going to address that in the draft. I'm sure they're going to address it here in well, the in in free agency next year. I, I think this is kind of a... was going to be a wait-and-see sort of feel. And at least their bullpen, I would say, is probably better than the Washington Nationals. Is that correct? Because right now, Washington's bullpen is just awful. How many leads have they blown now in the 8th or ninth inning this year? Four or five? I mean, it's maybe six. It's 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 bad right there uh, with the Nationals right now. But, I mean, that's relatively speaking, considering they're still the best team by far in the NL. Yeah, the bullpen is not good, and the guys that are good are hurt. Cody Glover is hurt. Sean Kelly is on the DL. Blake Trinan tried him as a closer. He didn't work. So uh, there are a couple of their better bullpen guys are hurt right now, and they gave up some leads to the Phillies on Sunday in a doubleheader. They gave up two leads late in the game. So, yeah, they need uh, they need up because they're way too good. They're probably uh, the favorite in the NL a month in. They're way too good to waste this again because uh, they've never won a playoff series, so they're definitely going to be in the market for some relievers. And yep. they're way too good to give up leads. The the Chicago Cubs still haven't really found themselves yet. It's been a little disappointing, and you hear Joe Madden talking about you know changing some stuff up, perhaps with Kyle Schwarber. 
I know he was upset with the some the baseball safety and was making a mockery of things uh, or being sarcastic on Sunday uh, after an incident took place Saturday afternoon. But uh, what, what what did you make of that whole situation? What happened on the uh, slide? Yeah. I, I didn't. I heard about it. Didn't see it. I mean, just like Madden, t- probably taking this a little too far here. But the the Cubs in general have not been very good this season, uh, given the amount of talent that they have. And you know what? It's it's early, and they certainly can turn things around. But is there any cause for concern, at least this year? And I know they should be given some slack because they did just end a hundred and eight year curse. Uh, but maybe they bestowed another curse upon America. Anyway, uh, the Cubs, any reason to be concerned that they won't be able to get out of this and go on a big run here soon? I think they'll win the division. Madden blamed sleep deprivation on their slow start. Yep. I'm not sure about that. All right. Uh... I would address their starting pitching because their starting pitchers are not nearly as good as they were a year ago. Uh, Jake Arrieta has fallen, and he is a free agent. And I don't know if I said this before, but I would not sign him at all uh, to a deal. Mm-hmm. He's 29, 30-year-old. John Lackey is old and no good. Uh, John Lester, early 30s, so he's your best guy. Uh, so they need to address the pitchers. Because I don't know what their staff's going to look like next year, but uh, they need to do that. They got a guy that they called up. His name is Ian Happ. He's a pretty good hitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, home run in his first game. He went two for four in his second game. So again, they they should trade some of these bats for some pitchers because they need the pitchers. They have a lot of bats, so that's what they should do. Isn't there an Ian Happ that's a pitcher as well, or Ethan Happ? Am I thinking Ethan Happ? I'm thinking there's a Happ out there, isn't there? J. Happ. There's a Happ for Toronto who's hurt now. J. Happ. There's a pitcher. Okay. Maybe that's right. Was he, orig- he, was he with did. Philadelphia at one point? Happ? I don't believe so. Yeah, okay. Well, here's Nathan just making shit up again. He, 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 may, have a, he may have a summer home oh. outside of uh, the Philadelphia. Well, that, the, the Illadel. That's that's great. Uh, that, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I don't know. I don't know what the hell I'm thinking of. Uh, any other baseball notes at all? I picked the Blue Jays this week, so of course they lose to the Braves 10-6 to at home. Uh, three more games with the Braves, so I expect them to lose all of them. Uh, Toronto's on a little bit of a run there, 17-22 uh, and 22 now, so they've uh, crept up from the depths of hell to be a competitive team uh, the past week or two. Uh, I look, <clears throat> uh, Astros are the best team in baseball. You know, they're 27-12, they might win 100 games. They're great. Masters are goddamn great. I have no idea why I didn't pick them to win the whole thing this year. Me too. I, I'm uh, with you. So that's dumb on our part. They're winning that division easily. They should clinch it sometime in, I don't know, August. Uh, middle of September. August. Uh, August. Let's go. <laughs> but they're great. I don't think anybody else in that division challenges for a wild card. Texas was on the brink of falling off the cliff. But uh, they won six in a row, so they're back towards 500. Uh, Twins are in the mix. That's good. Uh, AL East, they got three teams in the mix, Baltimore, Boston, Yankees. But I think the wild card, uh, there's a chance there for uh, 
I think the Twins do at least be in the wild card because I don't think the wild card's going to be very strong. No. And heck, even the Royals have come back a little bit here. I mean, not oh, that... God, are they disgusting. <laughs> yeah. They, they've still made a little bit of a comeback here, though. Uh, well, I raised three out of four games because I picked, I picked the raise. They lose three out of four to goddamn... Kansas City at home, and then what's happening? They do they take two or three from Boston. I know. I picked Boston last week. My picks, my baseball picks, were so good to start the first month, and here the last two weeks, I picked the Marlins. That was bad. I should have taken the Reds. I was thinking about them, and they take the Red Sox, and they crap the bed against Milwaukee and Tampa Bay. That's not good. This week, I have the Cubs. I know they're facing the Reds, and you know what? Here's hoping for something. Come on, Chicago. I need a turnaround here right now. Like Marlins have lost something like thirteen to sixteen. They are bad right now. Yeah, and I They're picked both. I picked them because they were taking on the Rays four games, and then they were taking on the Mets. So the the Mets are full of dysfunction right now. So I thought, okay, maybe that maybe this is the uh, maybe this is the time, but obviously not. Apparently, yeah, apparently not a lot of good series this week. Last week had some Yankees Astros was a good little series. Uh, is it Houston, uh, Houston, Cleveland this weekend is probably pretty good. And the Twins Rockies on Tuesday, that starts a little game. Yep. Um, besides that, there's not a whole lot of good baseball series this week. And uh, congratulations to the captain number two, Derek Jeter, for Jeter. getting his number retired by the Yankees Sunday night. 21st number to be retired by the Yankees. Uh, and I'd say the captain... Well deserved. I didn't like him really when he was playing, but I still respect the hell out of him uh, because of yeah, he was a great player. Uh, hated the Yankees in the playoffs, and the one of the more iconic plays I believe in baseball history, at least within the last couple of decades, would be his little flip against the A's there in the playoffs. Um, maybe it wasn't needed. He just had to just get in the spotlight, but Derek Jeter, a phenomenal career and a well-deserved honor Sunday night, getting his number retired by the Yankees. He's an interesting player, but he was uh, very good, uh, above average offensively. So he played for a long time, 25th all-time in hits, so that's impressive. He's only had like a 310 career hitter, five World Series. He basically played another season worth of postseason games. But that's good. He was better in the playoffs than he was in the regular season, which says something. Uh, his defense was not good. But, think, uh, think about his life off the field, though, too, dating all the supermodels yeah. and actresses and whatnot. It would be hard to put anybody's career over Derek Jeter's on or off the field. Probably made, I don't know, 200 plus million. Um, pretty great life, I would assume. Yep. I would agree. I would definitely agree. Any other baseball notes here before we move on? No baseball notes. Any other notes then before we get into the uh, topic that I feel like uh, drive people on one side or the other? This season of Trump or us, this is this is this is the greatest shit I have ever seen in my life. This beats everything I've ever seen. Yeah. This you, you you could not you could intentionally do the wrong thing and you could not do any worse than what is going on here this past 
three months, let alone the last two weeks. This is absolutely incredible. This, I can't wait to see what the fuck's going to happen tomorrow. Or Wednesday, because you know something's going to happen. Every day something happens. Every day. Yep. I can't imagine this going on for four more years. I just can't. I just get this. Um, the greatest story ever told. Keith, Keith Olderman would agree with you on that. Uh, he, yeah, I'm sure he'll be posting videos like a son of a gun. Yep, yeah, he's a little I'm eccentric, uh, even a little bit more from my style. But uh, boy, he he he's smart. He's very very smart and very good at what he does. But anyway, well, wait, if you want to teach the guy, you got more than enough to do it. But uh, there's too many Republicans in Congress for that. But I don't know. I I just can't wait to see what he has to do. Republican to turn out because um, obviously you don't have the votes right now. Republicans yep. aren't going to get rid of them. Um, so let's have to wait and see. And uh, I'm very excited to see what comes next because this is great. This is great. You just never know what is going to happen, and that's oh my god! You can say anything. You that, can literally that, say anything you think is going to happen. It's possible. Yes. Oh, there's yeah. nothing. There's nothing. Like, oh, maybe that, that's too far fetched. No. Yeah, agreed. The best. Uh, More, I guess, so on the political side here. Uh, Last week, I found it, I I read an article on Pro Football Talk about Colin Kaepernick. It's about how uh, they had a reporter uh, follow him. And I don't know if this was Colin Kaepernick's camp's request or if this guy just heard about what. Kaepernick was doing and said, you know what, I want to write about him, do a story, whatnot. So I, I know Kaepernick is a player, a person who, uh, it, I don't know, I think divide is probably the right way. It certainly sets people off uh, one way or the other. And I have, I'm not a, like a diehard Kaepernick fan. But I have grown increasingly to be more on his side in terms of me having to defend him because there are too many people out there who despise him for no reason whatsoever other than the fact like, oh, he he knelt for the the national anthem. Okay, so what was he doing that was so disrespectful in in doing that? Uh, Oh, have you... He's, he's a loser. He's a, and I have more on the loser aspect here in just a, a little bit. But anyway, uh, before I get into all that, so he's worked. Kaepernick has done some stuff with inner city kids. Uh, he did he did something in Oakland, did something in New York City. He was he was in Chicago, and it was all about you know he researched he you know where his roots came from. You know what what countries he you know what nationalities and everything and gave the kids backpacks and them as ancestry DNA stuff. So they could, they can find out where they came from, uh, you know, where their origins are. And uh, the kids apparently loved it. And I just posted it and said, you know what? This guy's doing really good. I hope he gets a job in the NFL soon because there's easily a half dozen teams whose quarterback situation is worse than uh, and they could easily use Colin Kaepernick. And there's been increasingly number of posts by Pro Football Talk, mainly Mike Florio. And there's been talk on like ESPN and uh, 
other other places about why is Colin Kaepernick still unemployed? And is this kind of the NFL owners blackballing him a little bit uh, because they don't want the distraction of what he would do or you know what he would bring? Even though he has already said, hey, I'm not going to do... I'm not going to kneel for the national anthem anymore. It served its purpose. It got people talking. It 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 was a good thing. People are doing it, or like pe- people started talking and, and acting on it, and that's that's what he wanted. And now you get all these people who, uh, it, so I just posted this said, I hope he gets a job, and in part I want him to get a job because the more money he makes, the more good he can do in these communities, because eventually. Money's going to run out, runs out for everyone at some point, if you don't have a job, and I think he's deserving of a job, because you look at his stats last year, 16 touchdowns, 4 interceptions on a terrible team, I think that's that serves as a good enough reason to think that he still has something left in the tank and can bring something to your team on the field. So I want it for him for that because he deserves it and also the good that he can do for the community. So I just post this and I hope he gets one. A couple people said, you know, I hope this guy, you know, I wouldn't want this Yahoo, you know, teaching my kids history class or anything like that. Uh, People said he's a loser. He's a loser in football. He's a loser in politics. But when you press them and I was trying to be as respectful as possible. I know you got in this. I know our, our friend David Schottenkirk got in on this here, uh, but he was he was on the other side of the the fence. Here's, here's a, what Schottenkirk did. He got in the discussion. All of us were at Target Field. He was over at the fucking Target Center across the sidewalk. Yeah, That's how far he was off. Holy. Yeah, shit. yeah, that, and maybe like uh, yeah, no, that that's probably that's probably a very fair statement. There, yeah, I mean, hell, he might have been at the Bradley Center in Milwaukee, uh, Auburn Hills, the Palace at Auburn Hills in Detroit. But uh, uh, people are just talking about you know how much they hate Colin Kaepernick and how he's a loser and everything. And but when you when you press them for an answer and you say, well, why, why do you hate him? Why why is he a Yahoo? Why is he a loser? They they can't they they can't say anything they just said well he just is why what why why is he a loser i get if you don't like his decision to kneel for the national anthem if you think that the the flag gets more respect for that again i will argue that you can go to kansas city go to a chiefs game you can go to the fargo dome for a bison game and these fans are chanting bison or chiefs at the end of the national anthem and if you think that is better or like is more respectful than Colin Kaepernick kneeling for the national anthem? You're out of your fucking mind. You're out of your mind. Sorry, sorry for the f bomb there, but you're out of your mind. Uh, sorry, Mom Stacking. Sorry, Mom Stacking. Sorry, sorry uh, to all, all the all these sorry, all these people that you know, all my new you know my my coworkers here who are who are who starting. Swear, who swears more, you or your wife? Oh, oh me. I mean, she might drink Sailor Jerry rum, but I, I am definitely talking more like the sailor. What? Yeah, Sailor Jerry rum. You ever, you, you ever heard of Sailor, sailor Jerry? Jerry rum. Sa- the hell did you say? No, it's Sailor Jerry. It's 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 rum. I'm not. I don't drink. Sailor I know. Jerry. I'm a church I know. man. Yeah. I, don't do that. I I know you don't. 
But Sailor Jerry, it's 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 a type of rum. Uh, so she might drink more of that, but I I drink it. I I am more the sailor. I have more of the sailor talk in me. But anyway, the, the whole I guess the whole point or the whole you know this whole soliloquy is that it's fine if you don't like some of Kaepernick's decisions, but he's not going about this in a disrespectful manner or he's not doing anything too outlandish I guess is what I'm trying to get at he's a good guy he's trying to get people to discuss some topics that clearly people are trying to avoid and that are clearly happening in America and for whatever reason People have looked are looking at him as enemy number one. He's a loser in politics, apparently. I'm sorry. Apparently, he made it on what the. He's he's on the cover of Time. Now, I, honestly, what what didn't help him was his whole thoughts on you know not uh, not not voting and stuff. I don't agree with that, but uh, I would say that him trying to generate talk about the message about and this was when it seemed like there were a lot more and facts are there are probably more there are more African Americans who are getting shot and, and killed by police officers and there are just more high profile cases and it doesn't seem like there's enough justice being being brought about and that's what Kaepernick wanted to discuss and bring up and quit I think, bringing facts Jesus Christ leave your facts at home Jack and sorry, sorry uh yeah, I'll just pack that away in my suitcase here. So that that's what he was trying to do. And, you know, by doing that, he became an influential person. And so I don't think that that makes him a loser if he is doing these in a peaceful manner, the likes of which he was. Uh, people said he's a loser for being a, you know, for football. Well, last I checked, he was 10 yards away from winning a Super Bowl. Been to multiple NFC Championship games, and yes, his his play maybe has diminished a little bit here in recent years, but he still has enough left in the tank. And if you're looking around the NFL, I mean, I take him in Chicago, I take him in Houston, I would take him uh, for sure to back up Carson Palmer in Arizona, take over maybe next year once Palmer uh, retires. Vikings. The Vikings, yeah, that that that's a suitable place for him. Oh, jeez, I don't know. How about Jacksonville? Maybe Jacksonville could use him. Uh, Los Angeles, the Chargers, or no, not the Chargers, the Rams. Excuse me, Colin Kaepernick or Jared Goff. Hmm, that's a tough one. I just don't know. I mean, if Blaine Gabbert, if Blaine Gabbert and Luke McCown or Josh McCown, anybody named McCown, can still get a job in the NFL. But this guy can't, and I call bullshit. Yeah, and that I guess that's the whole point. Is there's such a, a level of hatred for this guy by so many people, and I think that has scared NFL owners away because they view him as a distraction. And did any sponsors pull out because he did what he did with the 49ers? I don't know. Not that I've heard of. Sponsors pull out like when Peterson beat his kid? I don't know. Yeah, although the Radisson, the Radisson did. They were like, no, we don't want to. We, we will pull our sponsorship because they they had the 
their backdrop in like for interviews and they said nope we don't want to do this so i know they pulled it theirs for sure uh after adrian peterson's little yeah, shindig they, they brought him back for a day and then the sponsors pulled out I'm like well i guess we'll spend them yep. we're not going to make I mean, money anymore greg hardy and adrian peterson had domestic violence issues like you know adrian peterson beat his child greg hardy like threw his girlfriend on a pile of guns and choked her and yet these guys have been given chances and they have people who are defending them and i just i am i am so disgusted again if you don't like kaepernick for some of the reasons that's fine but just I, I, I just want a conversation with you. I want a discussion as to why he's a Yahoo or a loser outside of the fact that, oh, he just is. Okay, help 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 me understand where you're coming from. I'm Again, I'm not a huge Colin Kaepernick fan, but I feel like I have to defend him a little bit more. And the fact that he doesn't have a job is a disgrace, and it's, it's just a huge question to me. Like, you, you can't have a discussion with people because people can't have a discussion with because he said they don't what reason do you have for hating them well he did this with the flag in the national anthem okay what else and then well, and, he said that, he said, and then you okay. say oh this guy uh, actually met with a with a beret or uh the, you know someone from the navy and said you know what this is a better way to promote your message and kaepernick took that advice i mean someone from the armed forces told uh, took kaepernick aside and said hey this would be a better way of deal, like of serving your message, and Kaepernick listened. So he's not outside of you know people talking to him, and that now he's not going to do it anymore. So what are we what are we doing here? I mean, he's not drawing a swastika or anything on on that. He's not doing anything that would constitute as being racial. It's just. It's a racist. It's it's just nonsense. Yeah, it is because you can't. Because we agree on this, and we're not going to disagree and get into a fight. But uh, like, yeah, you couldn't have a discussion with those other people. Because how, how many how many of them do you think? Um, actually read that article. Nobody. Can. Yeah. And if they did, I mean, if they would have, maybe I don't think would have changed their mind at all. But. Um, I mean, you post something and then you say, oh, he's bad. They didn't read anything you posted. That's a shame. So. It, I, it's he's just ask, a very good... Ask, ask uh, Chris Cooley what happens if you uh, express your opinion on things. Yeah, you're out of the NFL. He did He did land with Oakland and then got beat out by Marquette well, King. I mean, he's a pretty good punter. But, yeah. uh, he, was, he was good enough punter to stick around, but he was done like before he was, well, before he was 30 years old. Maybe somebody good to talk about this. Um, yeah, you don't express your opinion if you're a football player on political things because that's frowned upon. So uh, they want everybody to kind of be a robot and worry about football and brain damage and um, don't even, be a dumb football player. Even being a sports writer, I, I follow people on Twitter that are say, oh, you know what, you just... Keep your opinions to yourself. Just stick to sports. Why do people have to be in just one niche? Why can't they have 
thoughts out there. Now, of course, if you if you say stuff out there in a demeaning and hateful and hurtful way, then of course, yeah, then you might say, hey, back off a little bit here, uh, or, or maybe just choose your words a little wisely here instead of using your you know your Twitter account for hate. But if you genuinely have thoughts out there about what's going on, why why should people attack you and say, hey, uh, you just don't know what you're talking about. I follow you for sports. You know what? If you have an opinion about something else, sure, let me hear it every once in a while. I mean, people just shouldn't box you in to what your specialty is or why they're following you. Because people don't like people saying things they don't agree with. So if they don't agree with something, they say, oh, shut up, I don't want to hear about it. Oh yeah, that's that's about the the other thing that I've I've gathered from this, and it was more on the on the thing of loser, and it, because that's what people are calling Kaepernick. Oh, he's a loser in football. He's a loser in politics. He's a loser in life. Well, it loser has taken on such a negative connotation from what it I believe originally stemmed from. You 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 win and you lose. I mean, there there are winners and there are losers in sport, in game, in stuff. It just meant that hey, you you suffered defeat. You didn't get it. It was kind of like when when people referred to you as old back in the in medieval times, the dark ages. Old was a sign of respect. It meant you had some wisdom. And not saying that loser had a positive connotation to it or a positive meaning. To it, but it just seems now like it is such a negative word, and it's just a, a word that you try and apply to people to belittle them, to berate them. It's and what I've determined from it is that you only deem people a loser if you disagree with what they're doing. Oh, that that guy's going to McDonald's. What a loser! Oh, why? Because you don't like McDonald's? And I get maybe that's a bit of a silly point, but I, the, the thing here is that there are some people, I'm sure, that when Aaron Hernandez went to jail, be like, oh, he is definitely, uh, I, I, I can't believe he went to jail for murder. He didn't murder anyone. Well, they don't I, have anything. I, 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 would, I would classify Aaron Hernandez as a loser because he killed a killed multiple people. I would would classify him as a loser. But but there would be people who would defend defend him and say, no, he's not a loser, and then they would attack you because they disagree with that. Even if... He killed killed a man. I I agree. That's insane. But there there are people out there that would defend him and say, no, you're a loser for thinking that he did all these terrible things. That's just... How we are, I just hate, I think that the word loser now has become such a negative word and we just apply it in terms of name calling people without really thinking about what it truly means. And Maybe I'm off base here. I'm going to pick you off, Zach, and you're off base. Oh, um, yeah, he's, he made 40, he's made $45 million this far. He uh, has reached the top of his field. He's a uh, professional NFL quarterback. And he said almost won a Super Bowl as a starting quarterback. Well, that's really good. Um, he helps people less unfortunate than he is. 
yeah, I don't really know why people would call him a loser. And we're talking, um, or we're talking about Kaepernick here. Yeah, I don't yeah. know why I. I don't know why it doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. Um, I, I brought up Aaron Hernandez. Uh, this whole Massachusetts law is borderline asinine and ridiculous. How if you die? In, like, while you're appealing a ruling, the Massachusetts has a state law that it will erase whatever like what you had. So Aaron Hernandez's murder conviction of Odin Lloyd, it's no longer there. It's erased because he committed suicide while he was filing an appeal for that for that sentence. And that's that is possibly. The most ridiculous, stupid thing I think I've ever heard. It's right up there, at least. Yeah, it doesn't really make any sense to me why that would make any difference in this case. It doesn't change what happened. And uh, if you commit suicide, that's basically a guilty confession right there. In my book. My book, page 66, says if you kill yourself, then... Uh, while while probably- in jail... You know, fighting sure. a criminal charge. Sure, not not great. I mean the uh, the the guy who held those three girls in you know in that house in Cleveland for years. The Amanda Berry story. He killed himself probably yeah. because he couldn't face the fact that he was going to be in prison the rest of his life and was probably going to get beat. You know, get the crap beat out of him by any inmate that was in there. He couldn't handle it. So he 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 decided to do it. I just but if would I mean, can you imagine the outrage if Ohio had erased all those charges off of it? I, no, that's just that's that would be terrible. So Massachusetts, I have to think with all the negative publicity that this law has gotten, I would hope that it gets changed here in the next uh, state legislative session there. I doubt it, but you know, it should be. Yeah. It doesn't make much sense. So, uh, I, I did see that we, then, then at the end of your Kaepernick thing, we posted articles throughout the week. Nobody commented on those. Yeah. Yeah. Either they were, they were tired of it, or they just, I don't know, just, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to get that out because I, I, it's been generating a lot of attention here lately. And if, if you want to have a conversation about Colin Kaepernick, I'd love to have it with you. But I need more reasoning and I need, I just, I need an explanation as to why he, he's a, a, a Yahoo or a loser other than just the fact that, oh, he just is. So that that's it. That, that's all I want to say on it. We'll move on. Uh, is there anything else uh, that w- you would like to chat about? Apparently, Minnesota go for softball. Got shafted. Yeah. 54-3? Yeah. And they're not a top 16 seed? Is that what it is? Yep. That seems a little ridiculous, don't you think? They were, they, apparently they released polls a week or two ago concerning the NCAA tournament. They were seventh. Now a week or two later, they're not, they're at 17th or lower. They lost three games all year in the Big Ten. 
they, they lost one game all year in the conference, and 13 SEC teams make it. This, this, this makes no sense. Their RPI was like 12, their strength of schedule was like top 10. This, what, what are we doing? What are we doing? Well, it's, yeah, it's not even like they're playing in a weak conference. It's the Big Ten. I mean, this is not... This is not the the MIAC or the the Southland here. It's the Big Ten. 54 and 3. This defies logic. Uh, Strength of schedule, I. They went 16 and 3 versus teams that made the NCAA tournament. They only played 16 home games. Uh, RPI formula factors in strength of schedule had them 11th. Maybe LSU and LSU. LSU is also regional. I, I I have no idea. I don't know why they are a. They're not a seat. I don't know. Yeah. No, I I agree with you. This. I I, I don't get this. I really don't. No. Defies logic. It does. Not a clue. Not a damn clue. Absolutely. Well, good luck to the Gopher softball team, nonetheless. Uh, maybe use this as extra motivation, a chip on the shoulder, and prove to people that you should have been a top seed and make your way down to Oklahoma City for the college softball yeah. World Series. We'll be there. Yes, we will. We will. Because, you know what, it's going on, right? You know, Oklahoma City, it's just a, a mere, what, six-hour drive? We can get to Nashville then and uh, watch the... Oh, my heavens. Watch the Predators in the Stanley Cup. Yes, my plans were ruined by work, but God damn it. I had good intentions. Yes. Yes, you did. God damn you, it. You know what? See, if, hey, you could maybe make it down for a game. What? Aren't there... How? You could fly from Sioux Falls to Nashville. I'm not fucking fly. You could, you could take a train, right? I'm sure there are trains. The, the Amtrak yeah, will... Take this is fucking 1812 here. The $500 for a plane ticket. Count, count me out on the $500 for a goddamn plane ticket, let alone the $150 a ticket will cost. So, uh, a, a steep investment in DFL Squirt uh, to get to a good town. But, uh... Sometime. Sometime. Yeah. Nashville will be back. And uh, we'll, we'll go to a Stanley Cup uh, playoff game together. I can't imagine they'll make the playoffs next year, so I, I don't know about that. I think they can. I'll say I'll say they will. I'll go out, okay. and I'll say they will. Yep. St. Louis won't, but Nashville will, the Wild will, the Blackhawks will, and the Stars. Stars get back in. Okay. Noted. So, noted there. Anything else before we say so long? Michigan State. Uh, no, not Michigan State. Uh, Michigan and Ohio State. They're going to play football next year like they do every year. It's going to yes. be on Fox. Yes. That should be horrendous. It should be goddamn horrendous to watch Fox fucking bumblefuck their way around a game like that. Um, Fox doesn't do anything well. Fuck, they can't, they can't do shit for anything. What about, anything. What about like the Fox Sports North or Fox Sports... Yeah, Ohio, or don't you classify that? Okay. Uh, Family Guy's the only good thing on that channel. Yes. Uh, um, Bob's Burgers, give Bob's Burgers a try. Yeah, you're a big Bob Burgers guy, I'll let that be your thing. Uh, Washington Post, good work by Washington Post today. Yep. Good, good goddamn work. So. So. 
somebody's gonna somebody's gonna be the, the big hero at the end of this thing. So uh, that'll be interesting to see to see who that is. Mm-hmm. No doubt. No doubt, indeed. Travis, do you see do you see yeah. fewer Trump supporters on your Twitters and your Facebooks? You'll see a lot of people posting, "Hey, look at Trump! Look at what he's doing." Yeah, but I don't want to post anything because then they'll will say something, and I'd rather just not get into it. And I do love the again. I always I'm a sucker for. There's a plenty of these on all the channels. Where they talk to the Trump voters and they ask him, "How do you think he's doing?" And they're like, "God damn, he's doing great!" I'm like, fuck, guy, yeah, you're 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 stupid. <laughs> fuck, you're dumb. My God, you're dumb. <laughs> Your mother, your mother must have smoked when, when you were <laughs> in her belly because speaking, you were one stupid speak, son of a bitch. And speaking of mothers, happy Mother's Day to everyone out there. Belated happy, happy Mother's birthday. Day. Happy birthday to the moms. Excellent. Thank you, Travis. We will uh, we will I'll talk to you next week. What? We'll see you tomorrow night. Sounds good. Here you go. Travis Crins join us here at Sports Block Podcast. Appreciate his time. Perspective, as always. So, a, a little more heated this week. Both of us are. Different reasons. Uh, LeVar Ball. Again, so, so apologies. Apologize for the language here that, uh, that we... It's, it, it's spirited. Uh, and when you're passionate about some certain things, uh, that's that'll happen. Again, I know people... Uh, the Colin Kaepernick... It, just bringing up his name stirs up a lot of raw emotions in people. But, uh, yeah, I just, it, what, what's been happening here, it, it's really unfair to him. Uh, again, you don't have to agree with everything that he's done, but look at all the, but just if you, if you even if you don't agree with how he's gone about some things or some aspects, don't don't turn a blind eye to the good that he's doing and the fact that you know what maybe he you know he does deserve a chance to at least be a backup in the NFL and you can't even get get that at least not right now that's borderline ridiculous but yeah Travis Crins joining us here uh we so good good conversation there uh, we hope to have Marcus Traxler on here shortly to go over the NHL playoffs more in depth, the Eastern Conference and Western Conference finals going on here. So we'll get to that next and wrap up here. Uh, looking at uh, SDSU Sports Update, perhaps with some thoughts on golf and the, and the like. So plenty going on here on the, this week in another episode of the Sports Block Podcast. Wrapping up here on the Sports Block Podcast. Fortunately, we weren't able to get Marcus Traxler on this week to talk hockey, but he will be back next week. Things happen. You know what? That's totally fine. Because by next week, we might know who's playing in the Stanley Cup. Or at least we'll be in a Game 6 and Game 7. So that'll be really good here. Uh, but so far, Easter Conference Finals, Pittsburgh, Ottawa, tied 1-1 is the, the recording of this podcast You'll know what happens with Game 3 in Ottawa. This game, the series has been relatively and, frankly, boring to watch for the most part. I want Pittsburgh to win. Ottawa does nothing to help uh, ratings or anything like that, and they're a blah team. I'd much rather see Sidney Crosby uh, 
Evgeny Malkin, and even Matt Cullen, local to Moorhead, Minnesota, right across the river from where I live. I'd much rather see Pittsburgh take down Ottawa. But, I, I mean, honestly, Ottawa's goaltending has been phenomenal in this series. Craig Anderson, I mean, it, he's been very good all playoff long. And so it, it should come as no surprise that he is doing it in this series. But one would think that Pittsburgh maybe should get going here a little bit. I mean, they have more offensive firepower than the Senators. And it is not showing thus far. Uh, Jean-Gabriel Pagau. Jean-Jean. Anyway, Pagau, the Frenchman for Ottawa. Eight goals so far in this postseason. He had 12 in the regular season. He's been phenomenal. Bobby Ryan is a great player for the Senators. So they have they have good guys, or, or at least guys who are playing really well in the playoffs. At some point, I think Pittsburgh does wake up. I think they do respond. Crosby and Guinea Malkin will just be too much. Phil Kessel with the, the Game 2's lone goal in the third period there to give the Penguins a one nothing win. I just think that the Penguins ultimately will prevail in this series over the Senators. In the Western Conference, I'm far more intrigued by Anaheim and Nashville. As i said plenty of times, as Travis Krenz has mentioned before, we both like Nashville. Uh, went on vacation there last year and said, you know what? I'm going to buy this. You know, just because I'm there, going to buy a Predator shirt, going to buy this little cup that you would make like a Moscow mule in or something like that and so I they are the team that I am cheering for remaining in the playoffs of course I'm I'm a Minnesota Wild fan so I wouldn't take Nashville over Minnesota by any stretch of the imagination but Nashville is in this uh they're in the Western Conference final I am invested with them and this series and it's tough Anaheim a lot of they of course have great guys like Ryan Getzloff Corey Perry Goaltending is a little suspect, and that's something you don't have to say regarding Pekka Rene for the Nashville Predators. And you know what? Nashville's got some good guys like Philippe Forsberg, who's scoring a bunch of goals. I mean, I remember the back in the days with Nashville when they had what David Legwand. I mean, what, what, what didn't you play when you when you played a uh, like NHL nine? I don't think he was there in '98, but uh, all these. Interest, you know, all these hockey games back in the day. Leguan was the guy that I remember for the Nashville Predators. Roman Yossi, another guy who's been playing really well. Victor Arvidsson. I mean, Nashville's just got a lot of guys that I don't think you realize are as good as you think they are. And of course, I didn't even mention PK Subban, who they traded with the Montreal Canadiens. Canadians got Shea Weber. Shea Weber's a really good defenseman, but PK Subban has added another just sort of level and really has increased the confidence in this team I think it's going to be tough it's going to be a tough series Anaheim was up one nothing in game three and then the Predators scored two goals in the third period if you look at how they've played at home in the postseason the third period's been their best period I think now they are plus 13 goal differential at least through game three here of the Western Conference final in the third period at home so they know how to win I think the series is going to go at least six games. Uh, so, I mean, we're at 2-1 right now. I will predict that Nashville will win the series 4-2, but it's going to be very interesting and intriguing indeed. So, uh, something to look forward to for sure in that if we got a Nashville-Pittsburgh Stanley Cup 
final. I think the, the league would be happy with that. They don't want Ottawa, Anaheim, and neither do I. That does absolutely nothing. It screams of wretched horror. Uh, so please, Nashville and Pittsburgh, or at least one of you, do something here. And I think Pittsburgh, regardless, needs to get in for that national brand uh, for the NHL. It's a team that people recognize and has the star talent. Nashville would be very good. They've obviously increased the popularity of hockey within the state of Tennessee and obviously then within the city of Nashville. Smashville going nuts. So I hopefully Nashville will win the series. But again, we will talk next week with Marcus Traxler when he returns. Uh, maybe we'll be talking the Stanley Cup final matchup at that point. We'll have to, of course, wait and see. But uh, let's wrap things up here with a look at what's going on in the world of sports at SDSU in Berkeley, South Dakota is the SDSU sports update for this week of May 15th through the 21st. And uh, golf is uh, the men's golf team is in Stanford after two rounds. This was as of yes, uh, of Tuesday, rather uh, the Jacks were 12th out of 13 teams there uh baylor was leading by sdsu by 24 strokes so obviously sdsu not gonna it did not win but uh, you can see the full results there on gojacks.com it's still cool that sdsu was in this uh was in the ncaa tournament for the second straight year and hopefully they can keep building off this and have some more success the women women's golf team has had a lot of success they've been very good uh it's so hopefully like we'll see what happens here uh in the future with both teams the the women obviously are still great the men will see what they can do as well softball is uh, the season has come to an end for the jackrabbits they lost in the uh op- the the tournament opener against western illinois 12 to 8 they got out to a good start what i believe it was 4 to nothing early on and then it just kind of fell apart from there. A walk-off home run for uh, for Western Illinois with the score tied at 8-8. Actually, SDSU led 8-7 going into the seventh inning. Uh, and then Western Illinois, uh, Peyton Abbott hit the game-tying home run. And then uh, excuse Holly Holting steps in with a huge grand slam. Walk-off fashion, heartbreak city for SDSU. Finishes the season at 19-35. and 35. They lose to Western Illinois 12-8. So their season is done in the Summit League. And uh, again, you can find all about like the tennis going on here. Oh no, their season's done too. I don't even know why I mentioned tennis. Yeah, they're done. They were done a long time ago. No offense to the tennis people out there. and then, uh, But baseball, 22-22 and 22 on the season. Uh, they have a few games uh, left at home against Omaha to end the season. In Fort Wayne, they swept the Dons 12-3, 11-2, and 10-5. As mentioned, three-game home series finale against Omaha. First pitch Thursday at 3 p.m., Friday at 3 p.m., and then Saturday at 1 p.m., the Summit League Baseball Tournament will be May 24th through the 27th in Tulsa, Oklahoma, home to Oral Roberts. Oral Roberts has been the king of 
of baseball in the Summit League. Uh, I think in part that's why they returned, actually, so because they weren't doing that great in the, in the Southland. So we'll see. But uh, good job to the to the Jacks for last week. We'll see what they can do this week and, of course, next week then in the Summit League Baseball Tournament down there in Tulsa, Oklahoma. That's a look at, the, at what's going on in the world of SDSU sports. For more on these stories, statistics, sports, athletes, so much more, go to GoJacks.com. A lot of good, hardworking people at the Sports Information Department keeping you up to date on the latest regarding Jackrabbit Athletics. Uh, again, I hope you aren't too, I, I don't know what to say. I, I don't want to turn people off from listening to this podcast. And if you were at all offended or, uh, uncomfortable with the, with the Colin Kaepernick discussion, I, I'm sorry. I, I would love to be able to have a conversation about Kaepernick. I just don't understand why people have so much hatred towards him. I get that you might disagree with some of his uh, tactics, but I don't think he's done anything at all in an egregious manner. And uh, considering some of the other things that have gone on, just again, just going back to the flag with sporting events, with like in at bison football games when they yell bison during the national anthem that's incredibly disrespectful the the chiefs do it down in kansas city i i don't hear people saying anything about that instead of the home of the brave it's the home of the chiefs or the bison i i I don't hear that and so what i i view that as far more disrespectful than you taking a knee for a national anthem that may that's just me but for people to call kaepernick a bum and a loser and then they don't they can't back it up. That's the whole thing. If you're gonna say that, you better have some concrete reasoning. And so far from what I've heard from people is they either don't have any reasoning or they have flimsy arguments and excuses. So I'd love to continue the conversation if you uh, ever want to on Facebook, on Twitter. You know where to find me at Andy Stack and otherwise Nathan Stack on Facebook. I and I didn't mean for this to go on into a, like a whole big political stance, I guess, last week. I just simply posted a story about Colin Kaepernick and the good he was doing uh, with some inner city kids, or with some kids in inner city in Chicago, and said, boy, I hope he gets a job because there are a lot of quarterbacks in the league that he's better than, even as a backup. He can be a backup somewhere. It sounds like maybe Seattle is going to be the place for that. So we'll see what happens, but... Uh, Hopefully that. And then uh, the LeVar Ball, I, I again, I shouldn't even talk about him because that's just more airtime for him. Uh, it, he's ridiculous. I, I can't stand him. I despise him. And, uh, yeah, there was maybe a, we had a, some colorful language here in the podcast. It doesn't always happen. Uh, but when I get a little riled up, get a little worked up about some of these things, you know what? Every once in a while, it's good to see some honest opinion, I would hope. So, again, don't want to turn anyone off from the podcast. Uh, just it's conversation about a relevant story, at least right now, in the world of sports. So next week we will talk NBA playoffs. We'll talk NBA lottery. Was it fixed? I I think the lottery's fixed every year, but we'll see what happens there uh, with the NBA lottery. We'll talk NHL playoffs with Marcus. 
we'll see what else comes about as well. So, uh, as always, you can find this podcast now on iTunes. Search the Sports Block. Otherwise, I'll post a link to it on Twitter at Andy Stacken, as well as on Facebook, Nathan Stacken. So, thank you to Travis. As always, for joining me again, you can listen to his 2080 Baseball podcast that he's co-host of on iTunes as well. So definitely check that out. They have a lot of good baseball content on there. Thank you for listening, and we hope you join us again next week for another edition of the Sports Block Podcast.